Hi, Mama. Welcome to Ministry and Motherhood. This is your host, coach, and mentor, Lauren Apple. Here at Ministry and Motherhood, we want to see you step fully into your God-given ministry impact at home and in the marketplace. So let's get moving. Hey, 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 we are back. So excited to have you tuning in today. Today, I am going to talk about systems and why they are so imperative and why you need them in your life. And all my extroverts, free-flowing, spontaneous people out there that love to just go with the flow of things and be flexible on everything are cringing, okay? Bear with me. Please bear with me. First of all, I got to let you know that that is totally me. I made the excuse for so long in my life to not set up systems, to not be disciplined, to not um, have order and structure and all these other things in my life because I made the excuse that God created me this way, right? That's my personality. I love to be free and flexible. I love to be spontaneous. I love to get up and decide what I'm going to do with my day and have the freedom to do that, right? And for the longest time, I could keep up with most things. And for the longest time, I could remember everything without having to write it down. Now tell me, moms, how many brain cells do you kill every time you have a child and every time you have a newborn in your house and you go so long without sleeping and you're functioning with no brain function, okay? I swear, every time you have a kid, a piece, a large chunk of your brain disappears. And so after starting to have babies and having multiple babies and not sleeping for years on end, I discovered that, man, Lauren, you are just not keeping on top of things anymore. You are not remembering things. You are needing to write down things. You are forgetting about appointments. You're forgetting that you put the washer on and that it needs to go to the dryer before it starts to smell like mildew. Anyone been there before? You've restarted your washer at least three times because it sat for too long and then it needs to be rewashed and you continue to forget to change it to the dryer, okay? This is why we need systems in our lives. And I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about the positive things of systems and the things that you that are lies about systems that we tend to believe, but instead there is so much power and freedom, ladies, freedom, freedom to be flexible, freedom to have the spontaneity, freedom to live the life that you want to live when you have the appropriate system set up in your life, okay? But before I jump to that, I want to talk through what are some warning signs in your life Big flashing red lights or a red waving flag that tell you you need a system in this area, okay? There's a couple things I want you to ask yourself that will help you determine what types of area, what parts of your life you need to find a system in, okay? Number one is this. What tends to bring you the most stress or overwhelm in your life? Is it keeping up with the laundry? Is it having a meal prepared or planned for dinner every single night? Is it your finances? Whatever it is, write it down. 
What gives you the most stress or overwhelm in your life? Number two, what is it that you tend to avoid like it's the plague? Okay, you push it off, you act like it doesn't exist, you avoid it. For me, number one, it's putting away clean laundry and it's folding laundry too. But even worse than the folding of the laundry is putting away the clean laundry too. Because once I'm done folding, I want to be done with it. And so laundry for years of my life, I'm so ashamed to admit this, ladies, please don't judge me. I hope I have a few others along the same path with me that are listening in. But laundry for many years of my life, for the most part, was lived out of clean laundry bins in piles. My husband and I would just dig through clean piles and then it would end up on the ground and then you wouldn't realize what was dirty and what was clean and it was just a mess. Be piles on like a chair in the corner, right? Or whatever it was. It was terrible, ladies. It was terrible. But when I got a hold of a manageable system, okay, not crazy structure, not being insane, when I got a hold of a manageable system to manage my laundry, and now I have four kids, so it's even crazier how much laundry we have with six of us in the house. When I got a hold of a system, man, it alleviated so much stress, okay? Man, it helped me not to live in regret with this laundry mountain hanging behind my head because I was trying to avoid it and acted like it didn't exist, okay? So what things do you try to avoid, push off, act like they don't exist? It's like the last thing you want to do until you absolutely have to, okay? Is your Are your dishes so overloaded that your entire kitchen counter and sink is full of dirty dishes and you finally have to do them because you have no more dishes to eat off of? Is that what you're avoiding? Is it something in your business or your ministry that God is telling you to go forward in? Man, I avoided for so long this podcast and recording these episodes, even though it didn't take as much effort for me because I do live trainings every week, okay? I knew the things God wanted to speak out of my heart on this podcast, but I avoided it, just taking action on it because I was so stuck in my head of failure, right? Or it wasn't going to be good enough or nobody was going to listen, or maybe it was more complicated than I thought it would be, right? So what are those things that you're avoiding? Write it down. Are you at a stage of your life where you just feel so exhausted? So exhausted. What brings you the most exhaustion? write it down. These are going to be warning signs that you need systems and it's going to help you point to what systems you need to set up. Now, exhaustion overall though is a major red flag that you need to set up some structure in your life because you are trying to do it all without any type of system or structure put into place, without any discipline, okay? And you just can't keep up. You're going to get distracted. You're going to get deterred. You're going to end up focusing on the urgent things and not the important things, okay? So are you just at a stage where you are so exhausted and you can't keep up and you have no breathing room to go after the dreams God has put you in your heart or to be obedient to the things he's calling you to be obedient in because you're so overwhelmed with all the to-dos and the things that need to get done? Are you at a point in your life where you feel like, man, I was constantly moving today. I was on my feet. I was doing a bunch of things. But when you sit down at the end of the day, it's hard for you to really put a finger on what you actually got done all day. 
what did I do all day? I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I'm mentally drained and I have no idea what I actually accomplished. I started a bunch of things, but I didn't complete them. Okay. Welcome to my life, ladies. I am the queen of used to be, okay, not anymore, but I used to be the queen of starting off with good intentions and never completing, okay, or taking forever to complete, okay? Finding the excuses. These are all warning signs that you need to set up more systems in your life. And a lot of times these things will point to where the systems need to be set up, okay? So you wrote down these things, you wrote down different areas. Those things will kind of tell you, hey, I need to get a system for housework. I need to get a system to be able to go after my dreams and the goals that God has told me to set in my life. I need a system to manage the social media in my business. I need a system to add on this new discipline or this new um, place where I'm doing my messaging, YouTube or promoting myself or marketing my business or ministry or having conversations with people. I need to set up a system in order to do this, okay? These are all warning flags. If that's you, you're in the right place. I am going to talk to you about systems. So let's get out of our heads for a moment. Let's wipe the slate clean. Let's start from scratch when it comes to systems and not come in with our preconceived ideas, okay? Because here are some of the things that I find when I talk to women and I help walk them through systems, okay, this is some of my favorite things to help women through. And I think you hear me say that about a lot of things because I just am so blessed and love serving women and helping them find clarity and revelation on their ministry impact and helping them set up systems so that it can relieve pressure in their lives. Um, But even more than that, helping them feel empowered to know how to create a new system, how to implement it, and how to refine it as seasons change, okay? But I'm getting ahead of myself. Here are the things that I hear women say all the time that are misnomers, okay? That are preconceived ideas about systems that I want to dispel right now. Number one, systems don't mean you still can't be flexible, okay? I said it to you ladies, you were cringing when I talked about systems. You were wondering, oh, I don't want to hear this again because it just goes against all of my nature and who God created me to be. Here's the deal. If God created you to be flexible and spontaneous and free-flowing and you love to be able to do something last minute, you love to be able to be moved by the Holy Spirit to change a podcast episode or to change a blog, or to change um, what training you're going to do, or how you're going to serve somebody, or whatever it is, the best way to be able to be flexible is to have systems. Because you know what systems do? They create margin in your life. If you don't have systems, you will end up wandering aimlessly, doing things that are of no value, that will have no return for you. And then when you want to do something free-flowing and spontaneous and flexible, you won't have the time because you have to do all these other important things that you didn't set up time to do ahead of time, that you didn't implement into your daily structure and system, okay? Trust me. You can still have that personality. You can still live out how God created you. You can still be spontaneous and flexible. You can still plan a vacation for your family last minute, okay? You can still go out to coffee last minute. You can still put down your computer for the day 
last minute if you have systems, because when you have those systems in place, it is much easier to rearrange things, right? To make room, to push something down or to fill something in or whatever it is to fit something new in because you're taking care of the important things on a consistent basis. Think of it like this with me. If you are like me (laughs) and you are the furthest from domestically gifted, okay, ladies, I am terrible at keeping my house clean if I didn't have a system. I, it's not in my human nature to keep up with cleaning, to keep up with laundry, to keep up with houseworks, houseworks, if that's a word, (laughs) housework, okay, because it's just not my passions or my desires or where I was gifted, I guess. So if you're like me and it's very easy for you to go weeks, maybe even months with really cleaning your house, only cleaning the necessary things, right? Like you never deep clean or you never really scrub in those corners or wipe down the baseboards, it quickly can come to the place that, oh, my house is such a disaster and I have people coming over. And so I need to spend an entire day cleaning from head to toe my house because it has gone that neglected for that long. How in the world is it going to be easy for me to be spontaneous and say, hey, friends, why don't you come over for dinner in the next couple hours? right? But if I have a system in place, all right, bear with me. If I have a system in place to keep up with my housework that I'm doing some things every single day, even if it's not extensive, right? Then my home will be in good enough order, right? That I can invite someone over in the next couple hours and do like a quick walkthrough, right? A quick cleanup to prepare for them coming and them not to be disgusted to eat food in my house. That is a disaster, okay? That is kind of the picture I want you to see. When you have a system in place and structure, then you can be more flexible and more free, okay? Number two, systems should not create more stress and feelings of failure. Here is the number one problem I see with us multi-passionate, ministry-minded, high-achieving, high-accomplished women is we get our sets sight. You guys, I'm struggling. Our sights set on changing everything, right? So we say, hey, man, I'm going to start putting a system into place that I am going to be healthy and I'm going to exercise. And so instead of just starting with, hey, I'm going to cut out some sugars in my diet and I'm going to start working out for 10 minutes a day, here's what I do. I'm going to cut out all carbs, all sugars, all dairy. I'm only going to eat salads for... Uh, the weekdays and on the weekends, I'll let myself have some proteins and things like that, right? And I'm also going to work out for an hour every single day, Sunday through Saturday. I'm not going to fail. It's going to be high intensity, intensive level workouts. I'm not even going to start at the beginning level. Okay. Do you catch me here? Very quickly, you are going to fall off the bandwagon. If it's not within a day or two, it's at least within a week, right? Because you set your sights so high on accomplishing all these things and your expectations are huge that you're going to change a million things at one time and you are going to like be completely night and day difference overnight, right? That is not going to be possible. And when we do that, when we try to set up systems and changes in our life that our expectations are so high, 
we will have more stress and feelings of failure and we will resort back into our hole of avoidance and not gaining any traction, right? Not stepping out and what God's calling us to. You got to start somewhere, but you don't have to start with everything, right? Start somewhere small. Start saying you're going to take a walk every single day. 15-minute walk, right? That's going to help you work up your exercise. Start saying that you're going to start drinking more water and cut out empty calories of sodas, right? Those are things you can start. And after a couple weeks, then you can add another thing. That is how systems work too, is we start with implementing one change and we build upon it. Maybe a couple changes. I usually like to recommend no more than three at a time, okay? No more than three new habits, three changes that you're changing at a time to be able to implement or you're going to get overwhelmed, you're going to fail, and you're going to just cut it off completely. That's how it works, okay? Number three misnomer about systems is systems keep you from being free to be moved by the Holy Spirit, okay? So when we're talking about systems of, you know, whether that's impacting someone's life or planning out a group training or planning out a coaching or planning out um, your podcast episodes or planning out uh, the YouTube channel recordings that you're going to do or planning out the different messages that you want to share with those who you're serving, okay? Or planning out the chapters of your book. I'll, I hear many ministry-minded women, okay, because we love to be able to be used in our gifts by the Holy Spirit to make an impact and to change people's lives. I hear many women say, well, that's going to keep me too tied down to structure that the Holy Spirit cannot use me and speak through me the way that I want him to or desire him to. Lie, <laughs> misconception, okay? Because when you have structure and a plan in place, number one, you have to trust that the Holy Spirit is going to use you and speak to your mind, right? Give you the wisdom and knowledge to prepare and to put a plan into place, right? To organize out your topics or your content or whatever that looks like. Number two, it gives the Holy Spirit a longer time to speak to you about something because here's the deal. If let's say I wanted to speak about prayer, but I didn't really decide that I wanted to speak about that until the week that I was going to speak about it. Well, then I can start praying about it and thinking about it and God can speak to me. But if I know I'm speaking about prayer four weeks from now, God is going to be in the books that I listen to, the messages I listen to, in my Bible study, in my prayer time, in just my time in hearing his voice. He's going to be able to speak thoughts and creativity and knowledge and wisdom all about prayer that I can be writing down and preparing in advance. It gives more freedom for the Holy Spirit to speak to me and for God to give me greater insight and revelations than if I'm doing it last minute. Okay, you gotta change that mindset. You gotta look at it differently. You gotta trust that God is a God of order, right? You see it over and over again in the Bible. He is a God of order, not chaos, not confusion, not last minute preparation, right? He is a God of order. And He calls us to take a step by step approach to life, to living out His calling. And he's going to walk us along in those steps. So if we set up a plan, he's going to direct us in that plan. He's going to give us wisdom and insight and revelation. And he will also make it clear to us if he wants us to change. That doesn't mean last minute you can't change what you're speaking about because God did something powerful in you an hour before you spoke. Yes, praise the Lord. Go ahead and speak about it. But relying on the Holy Spirit to do that every single week is not entrusting him 
and providing opportunity for him to really, truly give you insight and revelation. It's living off the cuff. That's not the way God works. He starts speaking to me today so that I can make a change 10 days from today, right? Because he's got to slowly warm me up, right? Or show me different things. He's got to slowly kick my hind, right? To keep reminding me, hey, remember I was starting to move in your heart or your mind about this thing that you got to work on? Yeah, here it is again. It's showing up. It's becoming more urgent, right? It's becoming more prevalent. It's becoming more conscious and aware to me, right? Okay. And then the very last thing I want to share with you about systems, misconception about systems is systems are not one and done. Okay. A lot of times we see out in the online world, we see courses and people who are like, hey, let's set up a system. I have the perfect system for you to manage your your home and to make it clean. I have the perfect system for you to be minimalistic. I have the perfect system for you to have the right social media strategy and work out your social media content and all of that stuff. Our systems are not one and done. Our systems are something that constantly need to be refined and tweaked because do our lives stay the same forever? No. Do our kids change personalities and grow and develop? Do we go through different seasons? Do pandemics hit the world like 2019 and COVID throws a wrench in everything? Yes, all of those things are happening. We're constantly in evolution. We're constantly in growth. We're constantly in development. We're constantly in rhythms, right? And seasons and things change. And so when you set up a system, you have to recognize that, man, that system is not going to be perfect, number one, from the get-go. Number two, there's going to come a time where that system needs to be changed. Your circumstances change. Your finances change. The people around you change. Your goal changes. Your business changes. Your ministry changes. So many things, right? And they will stop working for you. And so if you believe that, hey, I had this system and it was working and so it it better keep working and you keep pushing through that system when it's no longer working, remember the warning signs I gave you? If those warning signs are happening, even if you have current systems in place, that means there needs to be some refining and tweaking in your systems. You need to look back and figure out what's not working. You should have a consistent time every month every week and every day where you are really looking back on what is working and not working for you, what you're getting done, what you're not getting done, where you feel like your emotions are not uh, the way that you want them to be, right? So you're constantly refining and tweaking things. That is seriously, and here I say it again, seriously, one of the things I get so blessed to see is watching moms be empowered to recognize that they can implement a system on their own. They can look back and inspect that system to see how it's working and to know what the warning signs are when it's not working. And they can begin to refine and tweak it so that it will work for them again. You're going to have to do it in all of your life, okay? It's like working out. You can't do the same workout over and over and over again and expect the same results. You're going to get toned and you're going to lose that weight at the beginning. But if you keep doing that, you're using the same muscles and you're not building on the muscles that are growing weaker, right? And you're not going to continue to have that same progress. If you want to continue to grow and develop, if you want to increase the impact that you have, your systems need to constantly be in refinement. They need to constantly be inspected and looked at and changed and molded. Okay. I'm getting too far ahead of myself, but 
It makes me super excited. And so I want you to leave this talk right now. I'm ending it right now with knowing that you need to have systems and maybe you already have systems and you need to change those systems. That is what I love to do in my mastermind program is we have like-minded ladies walking through motherhood and ministry together and we hold hands and we walk through systems and I actually end, you end the program with three customized systems that I have given you and you have begun to implement them and we have walked through how you can tweak and refine those systems and what things you need to work through in order to get them going smoothly so that you have less stress so that you have less overwhelm, so that you are actually getting things done, so that you are accomplishing your goals, so that you are living out the impact God has for you. And we would love to have you partner with us and be a part of that if that's where you feel like, man, you are so right, Lauren. I need to set up these systems, but I am stuck in figuring out how to do it. I would love to have you be a part of it. Go to my website. I'll put the link in the show notes, laurenapple.org backslash magnify. And you can learn all about our group coaching program there. And we would love to have you partner and sign up with us to get started as you walk through that course, that training, uh, the group coaching, and then one-on-one customized system implementation that you will do alongside me. All right, ladies, get going, start gaining traction, start setting up those systems so that you can have the life that God intended you to have. Love ya. Thanks for listening to Ministry and Motherhood. We're praying that today was an encouragement to you, but more than that, inspiration to just start taking action. Want to learn more? Join our Facebook group called Ministry of Motherhood or check us out online at laurenapple.org.